You're listening to another episode of The Podcast Gauntlet, only on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. There are many things that podcasters can expect during your podcasting experience in general. When in doubt, however, just publish. Improvement will come naturally. Or will it? That's the focus of this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, your other host. Brian, it's time to talk about, quote, natural improvement. Yeah. And the need to just shut up and publish content because content is king. Right. Uh, Let's talk about that quick. Yeah. So there's a certain element, of course, that of any of these things that we've brought to the gauntlet that are somewhat true, right? There's a certain amount of you actually have to publish. But what really (laughs) kind of made this one stick out in my mind is I had a piano teacher when I went to college. I went to Mm -hmm. school to be a music teacher, which I never did professionally because I went to college. And so we always find jobs doing other things, like how I'm a podcast editor now. But one of the things that he taught me is everybody tells you that practice makes perfect. The reality is that practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Or in other words, taking the right approach to practicing thing is what helps you get better. And as a musician, when I was in college, I would spend hours and hours a week in the practice room, ideally practicing perfectly to be perfect. And I would spend a couple hours a week in rehearsals with a band or whatever I was doing all of that for ultimately what would be maybe six hours per semester of performance. And that would be some recitals and some concerts and some of that kind of stuff. And I would spend all of that kind of stuff, which it was required. So like the performance is needed. Absolutely. The practice together is needed, but also the practice alone was needed. The thing that I struggle with a little bit is the idea that we tell podcasters, we in general quotes, All you have to do is keep publishing and you'll get better. And that's sort of true as long as you practice as you're publishing. If I start out and I'm very bad and I continue publishing things that are very bad, all I will do is get better at doing things that are very bad. And so there's a certain element of, yeah, definitely shut up and publish. And you're, let's just say this, like you're, unless you know what you're doing, your first 20 episodes is probably going to stink. And that's okay, but you're going to spend those first 20 episodes trying to find your voice and trying to do stuff and trying to focus on getting comfortable, getting better. And especially if you're working with somebody who can help coach you through the process, they're going to provide you tips and insights, but you're never just publishing to publish. You're always publishing for a purpose. And even if you've got, I know of some pro podcasters that have what they call sausage factory podcasts, where it's them basically in the practice room doing their reps and then publishing it so that they're going through the whole process but they're focusing on specific things, trying to get better about that. And that's their practice room. So there's an element of, yeah, absolutely publish so that you get better, but also don't just publish, actually try and get better when you're doing it. I don't know. What do you think? There's a couple of, I won't call them pet peeves, but what I've always realized, (laughs) but I've always realized, especially about anything performance-based, whether it's acting whether it's performing as a sign language interpreter, whether it's being a web designer, whether it's being a professional podcast, anything, whether it's an editor, host, blah, insert title, is that if you continue a process of something 
and you continue to incorporate what are deleterious habits, i.e. bad habits, yeah. inside of whatever it is you're doing, you will not only continue to do those bad habits, but you will find a faster way to get to the bad habits because they traditionally take less time in general. Yeah. And that's not Mike Wilkerson being negative. That's just a matter of people like to get to the end of things far quicker than they usually either need to or want to. And I think podcasting is a perfect storm for things like that, where when you start to really dissect what you're doing in regard to say a checklist of compiling a podcast, I don't want to scare anybody out there in potential podcast land, but dude, this thing is huge. The potential checklist for podcast, anything is a very, very large list. Yeah. And when you start stacking all of the different things and tasks and the different titles that we talk about in our killer face group questions, it's an enormous undertaking. And so anything you can do to try and snip, snip here and there might all sound like it's a great thing to do. The problem is that very often you are snipping out pieces that you really do need to start taking time to program for because they will eventually allow you to get better. Where yeah. if you only continue to practice and you continue to fold into things that, again, have that deleterious impact of everything you're doing, you will not improve just by publishing. I'm really glad that you mentioned that checklist. I hadn't thought about that. But I know one of the things that I offer is a podcast review service where I'll go through and I'll review your service. And there will be a little bit of a content review for sure. But mine is primarily a technical review of is this done? Is this done? Is this done? Are these things optimized? My checklist is like 140, 150 items long. And my goal isn't to come in and say, you need to do all these things to be successful. My goal with that is to go, okay, these are the things that I'm noticing based on what you're doing. Now let's decide together, or you decide which of these things do you want to go after, right? So if we think about marketing channels, there are just online, right? You've got email, you've got social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest being probably, well, and now TikTok being the big one. You've got YouTube, you've got blog posts, like all of that kind of stuff is part of your marketing. If there's one of those missing, then it's up to that host to figure out, okay, what do I want to go after about this? But that's not what I give people when they're first starting out. I don't say, hey, you need to have a show that has this many segments. I would never do that anyway, but you need to do this. You need to do this. Let's make, you know, we'll do some of the stuff like, is your artwork optimized, all of that stuff. But when you start off, you're not going to start off with that whole list, but just like somebody who wants to be an Olympic athlete, eventually you have to go, okay, now we're going to focus on not flinging my arms about as I run. So I've gotten this far and that's great. I've got a certain amount of natural talent and strength and grit, and I've gotten this far. Now, what's the next thing that we need to take a look at? And that's, I think that speaks to that checklist. And mine is very little focused on the content portion, right? And there's a whole other checklist around cross promotions or how do you reference your back catalog or all those things that you're a master at in terms of building that legacy catalog to also go after. You don't just publish, you publish, you do air checks, you have other people come in and you listen to your audience, you do all of that stuff. And to the point of that, like you always have to keep in mind, who's this for? Consultant Brian or consultant Mike might come in and say, hey, you need to think about this. And you might go to your audience and like, yeah, we kind of hate Facebook. So don't waste your time over there. And then you say, well, Brian's an idiot. And that's okay. A lot of people agree with you. 
<laughs> there, there's so many things that you've mentioned there. The first I want to focus on though is I love that you are a musician. You are a dude that actually plays musical <laughs> instruments where I, I don't. What I have started doing recently is I've started working with some very elite musicians, i.e. the yeah. St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. And working with those people, I can literally feel and see what they are talking about when I'm doing interviews with them for this new project that I'm working on. And it instantly helps to display the same context of when you start working with somebody that does anything at a professional level. There are the people that go and grab a microphone and go, yay, I'm a podcaster. Yeehaw, let's publish. And then there are people that have been doing this and have not only monetized, but they've made it a piece of their business lead development system inside of whatever they're doing in regard to business. Yes, they too are a podcaster, but in a completely different level of what we're talking about in regard to relationship ness inside of podcasting. The other thing that I love that you touched on that I really want to emphasize is feedback. I always love to provide feedback. And like you said, it's never in the, ah, well, hey, your podcast sucks. Right. That's not feedback. Feedback is being able to take an awareness of what you see and hear inside of the podcast experience, whether it's those things about the social ribbon tethers inside of your website, whether there's an accompanying blog post that's associated with that same podcast, whether or not you bother to put out a, a note about your recording some new content, which Brian did recently for this show. Hey, one in a row is good, right? That's right. But so many of those other things that I talked about inside of that huge, magnificent checklist Getting feedback about those things is also important, especially when you've never thought of them. And that goes back to Brian's and mine. And the one I wanted to make sure we talked about was Hall of Famer Dave Jackson and Eric yeah. Johnson's program. Yeah. They've reviewed several episodes of our products over at twoguystalking.com. And I love the insight that they give because they are people that are in the industry, but they're completely outside the cone of anything that is fandom inside of Two Guys Talking. And I find that incredibly valuable. I didn't originally. Of course, it just, it's that original shields up moment of, ah, well, thanks for picking on that. But when you start to take that in and start to homogenize it into what you want to develop as a larger opening for more audience to come in, it's incredibly valuable to get feedback, but go and get feedback from the people that are not your audience because you want their aspects as well. I think all of that's incredibly important. That's actually where we ask you guys, what do you want to see when it comes to just publishing? And then the natural improvements will happen. Where do you guys sit? Let us know what you think by going over to our website. Again, that's podcastgauntlet.com. You can also access any of the comment features down inside of the comment sections inside of any of the video representations of this program. Something else I also want to mention too is that everything that we're talking about inside this episode and other episodes of the Podcast Gauntlet, but there's a grand set of show notes that you can also access. So you can go and click on links to everything that Brian and I and any of the other things that we're talking about inside of these episodes. You can click right on the links to those and go and see what we're talking about directly. Until next time, keep checking in and publishing the content and improving. But most importantly, throw down, discuss, rise and shine in podcasting. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, your other host. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.